This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the dude. Before we get things started, I just want to announce that Hey Bartender Podcast has started its own patron crowdfunding campaign. That's right. You can get on to www.patron.podbean.com slash heybartenderpodcast and check out some of the stuff that I've got going on there. I've got goals like over tipping a server. I have, uh, most of it's crowdfunding just so I can build a bigger and better podcast. And also you can find out ways to be a part of Bar- Hey Bartender podcast, get uh, shout outs from me or even do the shout outs yourself or do a video shout out on to my social media page and advertise yourself and the bar. Go check out patron.podbean.com slash Hey Bartender podcast today and find out what you can do to help fund Hey Bartender Podcast and what benefits are in it for you. I call it a tip jar with benefits. But until then, Laura Hope and the Arctones, get us started, please. Hey, Bartender, pass me a drink. A reason that I'm here is I need time to think. All the ways of the world. Welcome back to Hey Bartender Podcast. I am your bartender for the evening. I'm the dude. You can call me Anthony, but if you're bad at names like I am, just call me dude. I'll answer that. How's everybody doing tonight? It's uh, middle of November. Well, not really. It's uh, I didn't even look at the date before I said that. November 7th. Uh, uh, everything in America is starting to calm down. Things People getting a little bit more open-minded. The election's over. And there's, there's been declared a new president of the United States. Uh, you know, I got nothing much to say about it. Uh, that's all. In fact, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, you know what? Uh, as a bartender, I don't really get into politics, but I am going to do a quick uh, congratulations, Biden. Uh, after the last four years, you better do better. I mean, people don't. Uh, if you're Trump supporters. Really sorry about that, uh, uh, that I do a shout out uh, to Biden, but he is now officially our new president, uh, as according to the popular and electoral votes. And, uh, you know, if you have a problem with that, well, okay. um, Sorry sorry about Trump's luck this uh, second time around. He is officially a Jimmy Carter or a George H. Bush. Uh, Yeah, so... The only thing that I can think of is uh, to get back to normal is drink special. Okay, let's do the drink special so I can get off that subject. Great segue, huh? This uh, drink special I found on Instagram from Ape Time Official. A-P-E-T-I-M-E-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. Uh, they put up a drink that I thought looked pretty cool. It's called the Alpine Citrus Sour. Uh, they said it, uh, it was originally uh, designed by at the Bitter Fairy, and this is how you make it. You need the ingre- the following ingredients: one and a half inches, uh, inches, one and a half ounces of gin, one ounce of Campari, one ounce of Cad Card Cardamero. I should really look this stuff up before I try to say it. Uh, one quarter ounce Genepi. One ounce Succo di Madrino Fresco. One, two-thirds ounce Succo di Limon Fresco. One quarter ounce of Serpico di Rosmario, Rosmarino. De, uh, uh, de Pachi. 
And oh yeah, I should really read this stuff up. Uh, read this stuff before I do it. Uh, combine all of them in a shaker and, uh, and strain into a glass. Uh, looks like in the picture that they've uh, uh, pretty much garnished it with uh, some fancy leaf thing and uh, some citrus fruit might be an orange, might be uh, a lemon, whatever you got available. If you understood anything of, that I told you about uh, in this post, uh, I before I started reading it, I really didn't realize that it was in a different language. Uh, the Better Fairy, if you actually listen to this podcast... Uh, I am so sorry, uh, and I'm also sorry to Ape Time Official because you guys reposted it, and I'm posting it again on the podcast. So, uh, oh, that was Rosemary, that leafy-looking thing I was telling you about. Yeah, okay. So, anyway, it looks like a uh, nice little citrusy-looking drink. Give it a shot, and uh, if you actually did try it, even though I gave you a poor translation of how it's made... Email me, dude, at Hey Bartender Podcast, and uh, let me know how what your customers thought of it, or if you tried it, let me know what you think. I'd love to hear from I love to hear from you guys. I love getting emails from all my customers or listeners. Uh, sorry, technically, uh, your listeners, but you know, I'm trying to pretend I'm a bartender here behind the bar. So there you go. You know, some podcasts would go back and uh, try to find another drink special, but I'm going to stick with that. Uh, yeah, even though I completely butchered it. I do what I want. That's my thing. Hey, stick around uh, a little bit later in the show. We're going to have musical guest Cold Soda playing their single anime. That uh, it's, You'll want to stick around for that. So, uh, you know, I um, am going to just completely go off a, a little bit uh, about this just because, hey, I can. Uh, now, back when I was bartending, uh, I was uh, always kind of shy about telling people about what's going on or, you know, anything personal about my life, just because I didn't, if I was, you know, suffering a breakup or something good happened, something bad happened. Uh, I, it, uh, I always kept my mouth shut around people because I didn't want people's sympathy or I didn't want any special attention because that's not why they're there in my opinion, but I turned out I was wrong all those years. Uh, I told you guys in the last podcast, November is my birthday month. My official birthday is November 18th. I turned 44 this year, and I've already been called old, fart, whatever. Uh, I'm waiting for a friend of mine, even even though she's exactly the same age I am. I'm, uh, well, technically, I'm four months older than her. But she takes full advantage of those four months to tell me how old I am. Uh and I'm like, you're, I'm four months older. And she goes, doesn't matter. I'm still younger. But that's beside the point. I, I used to keep my mouth shut about my birthday. I just never really talked about it. And I didn't want any uh, real special uh, attention for it. My, uh, my friend, uh, Shannon, she, she uh, saw that I didn't uh, wasn't saying anything about my birthday to any of my customers, so she took full advantage of mentioning it to my customers and even got the karaoke DJ to sing happy birthday to me one year. In fact, I think I was supposed to get a lap dance from the karaoke DJ, but uh, her boyfriend probably would have had a serious problem with it at the time. But I, I don't look back and think, oh, well, no, big, I missed out big, kind of. But any, But that's not the point. Now, uh, 
talking about your birthday when you're behind the bar, I've changed my mind uh, ever since then when I'm behind the bar. My friend Barb actually talked me into it because she knew my birthday was coming up and uh, because Shannon would always remind her. And she's like, have you started telling your customers that it's your birthday yet? I said, no, why, why would I do that? And she goes, bigger tips, come on. And I'm like, I, I don't know, I, they, should I really do that? And she's like, God, I do, yeah. Uh, and, you know, and, but she didn't, she's not really the type that would, you know, get mad that nobody acknowledged her birthday. Some of her customers, though, really hooked her up because uh, both Barb and Shannon, because they're well loved in, uh, have been in behind the pine for a long time. So a lot of their customers think of them as family. And so uh, it started out uh, one one night when I was bartending. I Like I said, I wasn't seeing anything about my birthday, but Shannon had a plan. She got me got the uh, karaoke DJ to sing happy birthday to me. Uh, some of the plan kind of backfired on her because uh, she didn't realize that the karaoke DJ had a boyfriend. But uh, still, you know, it, it was... It was a nice gesture coming from my colleagues, my coworkers, and uh, they, you know, they did their best. I don't think I still even mentioned to my customers uh, uh, because Shannon, uh, on the nights that Shannon and I worked together, the regulars would mostly uh, go to her because everybody was used to going to that side of the bar because that's where the pool tables were at, and. Uh, and usually we'd close the front side of the bar and the back bar would be where everybody else would go to get drinks. I would handle the other side that would mostly handle like the karaoke, uh, karaoke guests. You, sometimes that wouldn't work out too well for me. Actually, most of the time it didn't work out too well for me because karaoke singers mostly drink uh, water or, or, or order a soda because they don't want to fuck up their voice so they can sing well at karaoke. Uh, you, you know what, dude? You're not singing at the Grand Ole Opry. You're singing at the bar. You know, jeez. But, uh, you know, that that was the first time, uh, mostly because Shannon believed, you know, she's a big believer. It's your birthday. You got to uh, really celebrate it. You got to tell everybody. And uh, Barb was pretty much the same way. She's like, shit, I tell everybody it's my birthday, starting like a week before. And it's, it's my birthday next week. It's my birthday. And, uh, the only time Barb, uh, really got ang uh, angry about her birthday is when she realized that she couldn't flip the numbers around to make her look, make herself look younger uh, or make herself sound younger. Uh, it's just, you know, it's the same number just backwards, but, uh, that was, I don't know if Barb actually did that. That's just something she told me one night, but, uh, yeah, I, I always, uh, wasn't really big on that. I didn't want the attention I getting happy birthday sang to me was uh, torture because one, I never really liked that song. And, but you know, I, I greatly appreciated uh, gifts and such, but uh, I would feel bad that I would tell somebody that it's my birthday. They barely know me. So they, and it would obligate them to give me a gift. But uh, after a while I started getting used to it. I wouldn't, start talking about my birthday a week in advance. But if my during the week that I actually happen to be working, 
if I was, say, taking a vacation. It's just like, hey, you know what? It's my birthday next week. I'm going to Vegas and, uh, you know, and do everything in Vegas that I'm never going to talk about uh, to you when I get back. You know, just say something stupid like that. And uh, some people would be like, hey, you're going to Vegas? Hey, here's a couple extra bucks. Put it, uh, bring me, bring me back something. Or you know, some people uh, would say, bet this. Uh, and if you win, I'll, uh, I want my money back, but you can keep the rest. And, uh, you know, sometimes I would uh, even uh, go in there. And if they gave me an extra dollar or something like that, Oh no, no. There's, there's one particular machine in Las Vegas that I remember. I don't know if they still have them. If you hit a certain, uh, certain characters on the, on the reels, it would drop down a coin that's worth like 10 bucks. It's encased in plastic. And, uh, so when I got back, I, I took the $5 that the customer gave me and, uh, went to that machine specifically because those coins seemed like they came out all the time, no matter what. And so I went and played it and that one of those coins dropped down and I brought it back and I gave it to him. And they're, they're like, well, you won. And I said, yeah. And there there's, there's your winnings. And they said, well, I can't spend this anywhere, but at that casino. And I, said, <laughs> I was like, Oh, sorry. Really didn't think about that. Uh, but then they'd ask, did you enjoy your birthday though? And I said, Oh yeah. I had a great time. And, uh, for a guy like me in Vegas, you know, I like to, I like to gamble, love to go watch the shows, uh, like to watch women, uh, parade across stage, uh, with no shirt on that. That's a great time to me, but I don't drink. So that that's, uh, that's one of the things that like, how can you go to Vegas and not drink? Well, there's a lot of other things to do in Vegas, uh, that feed a whole bunch of, uh, vices of mine. You wouldn't, uh, you uh, you get it. I'm sure you do. In fact, uh, real quick, uh, Vegas bartenders or servers, people that uh, are cocktail waitresses or servers or uh, bartenders in Las Vegas casinos, I mean, the big ones, the tourist traps. Uh, if you happen to work at one of those places, I'd love to get you on the show. Email me, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com. I know I got a few Vegas bartenders or servers that listen to this show. So, uh, you know, uh, uh, email me. Let's uh, let's talk on the show. I'd love to uh, get to know one of you guys. But back to the subject. Uh, yeah, I it, uh, I felt I would feel good during my shift. You know, say, hey, guess what? It's my birthday this week, or it's my birthday today. It's my birthday. You know, just sitting there. And at by the end of my shift, even though my customers uh, liked me, they. Uh, you know, they would come into the bar specifically to see me, and uh, I would oh, at the end of my shift for some reason this guilt would hit me and go, God, why did I do that? It was basically just sitting there begging for uh, for them to tip me more. Now I feel bad, and you know it's just that weird conscience thing. I'm sure there are a bunch of bartenders out that are listening to this show or servers that uh, sit back and say, Psh, eh, No, it's my birthday. Come on, give you know, give me something. But for some reason, my conscience just uh, was having a hard time with it. And that that's what it uh, came down to in a lot of different things that uh, pretty much would come up in the bar. 
like, for example, uh, I talked to an old, uh, old friend that used to work with me at one of the restaurants that I worked at. She was a server at the time. Uh, I was the bartender and she had this chip on her shoulder that, uh, pretty much everybody wanted her. Now I'm not going to deny she, uh, she was pretty, uh, and, uh, sure. She, uh, she had a decent attitude, but, uh, behind the scenes, just some of the stuff she said, or some of the stuff she would do, uh, would start to get on my nerves a little bit and make her less attractive to me. Cause yeah, sure. I, at first I thought she was really attractive, but then all of a sudden I was just like, ah, really in my opinion, if she listens to this show, which I don't think she does, uh, you know, good friend. Um, she would, uh, do what I have considered flirt with the customers. There were customers that came in specifically to see her joke around with her and all, and wait for her to get off shift. And so she uh, would drink her shifter with them. She'd end up staying, you know, a couple hours, more than a couple hours past her shift just because she got stuck talking to some of the customers and the customers would be all over her. And I think that that would, that probably changed her attitude a little bit. You know, maybe at one time she, uh, she wasn't so, um, I don't know what to, the word to use. Um, but maybe she, uh, she, she didn't have that feeling that everybody wants her. Uh, but you know, when you work behind the bar, all of a sudden you become, like I've said before, a celebrity, you, you're the person that on the stage that everybody is watching, hoping to be entertained. And every once in a while, uh, the, one of your customers or the, one of your people that you're entertaining might develop a crush on you. And it, uh, it, she played on that quite a bit and to, in order to, uh, well, I don't know if it was she ever got more tips for it, but she played on uh, played on some of those guys' feelings uh, quite a few times because it was it was one of those situations where I'd see the guy's face and he would sit there and think, "I'm doing well, I'm doing well, I'm doing well. She's really pretty. I'm doing well, I'm doing well," and then she'd say, all of a sudden, mention that a guy that she's dating, and then you can actually hear the plane falling out of the sky. <laughs> And then he looked like that uh, somebody just took a uh, big hammer to his cat. It looked really depressed. And, you know, I would say, wow, she does that to everybody. And I thought about it. Wait, she does that to me. She uh, would be all smiley, hanging on me while I was behind the bar. And then all of a sudden, oh, like, uh, you know, my boyfriend and I last night. And, uh, I, and I'd fall for it, you know, quite a few times. I'm because, hey, hey, I'm human, but, uh, yeah, it, it would, uh, it would disturb me when she'd treat the customers like that. There was even a couple, uh, that I pretty sure they weren't hitting on her. I'm pretty sure, but these two girls were, came over and talked to her like, uh, friends that, uh, they were regulars. And there were a couple that uh, uh, that were really nice, hung out in the bar. And one of the girls said, you should hang out with us sometime. And then uh, she said, you wish, or uh, they or something to the effect of, you should come over and hang out or 
and then she, uh, she would go, you wish. She probably doesn't remember that night, but I remember it pretty clearly. And I was like, wow, that was rude. They weren't asking you to come over and have a threesome with them. They just asked if you wanted to come over and hang out. Uh, and you blew them off like that by saying you wish? Well, well, what an attitude. But do I ever look down on her for uh, the way she acted with her customers? No. Because when I first started bartending, I uh, was given advice by a friend of my girlfriend's at the time saying, flirt with your customers because it will equal more tips. And when you get home, I think she, the only reason, uh, the only reason why she said this is to calm my girlfriend at the time down. Uh, and when you get home, you're feeling randy and, uh, that those were her actual words that she told me. And I can't say I ever flirted with a girl because I don't really know how to do that at least not properly and not get laughed at. Uh, I mean, okay. Th there were a couple times where like this girl, uh, she would be sitting at the bar and looking at the bar mirror behind me and primping her hair like crazy. And, you know, just trying to shake it out, brush, uh, brush it out with her fingers, shake it out again, brush it out with her fingers. And I, I looked at her and I said, knock it off. You look great. And she's, Oh, thanks. And, okay. Maybe that, that was a, pickup line or being flirtatious, whatever. But, uh, yeah, the, I mean, name, there are probably about 2000 things that would, that I used to do that would be considered flirting behind the bar or misinterpreted as flirting when I was working behind the bar. Cause I've, uh, heard of situations where a guy, all he did was look the girl's direction and she was like, Oh my God, this guy's totally checking me out. Uh, or he's totally into me or, Oh, this guy's disgusting. You know, pick your phrase, pick your phrase that goes there. And, uh, all he did was just look their direction and sure the girl, the girl that I'm thinking about, she caught the eye of almost every guy in the bar, but, uh, she, uh, was picky. And well, since she had her choice of every guy in the bar, uh, you know, she had the right to be picky, I guess. I don't know. I remember there was a guy I used to work with where his game was to just stare down the girl until she came over to talk to him. And it worked for him a couple times, I think. Not not truly sure, but he did get to know quite a few uh quite a few girls. I don't know, I didn't ever ask him about, you know, did you take her home last night or I just because in most cases that's none of my business. And uh in Despite what uh, a lot of people think, there's not a lot of locker room talk where a guy, uh, at least not in the workspace, where a guy would come in and say, hey, I totally nailed that blonde chick last night. It That didn't happen, at least in my places of work. But I, when it came to me, uh, I would try, you know, I'd see this very attractive girl come up and I would try to be nice, smile, say, hey, how's it going? Good to see you. What can I get you? And uh, give them their drink. And if they sat at the bar, fine. But, uh, you know, I, I would, if they're by themselves, I'd strike up a conversation. I remember two girls uh, at one of the first bars that I worked at. They used to hang up, uh, hang out up at the bar. And, yeah, I'd stop and talk to them every opportunity that I got because they were both really pretty. 
And they were roommates, and I thought there could be complications or there could be celebrations in that. But uh, I'm not that pig-headed. Calm down, ladies. But, um, you know, I'd stop and talk to them, uh, and but after a while, uh, you know, the conversation, uh, you know, they would be coming for other things and then hang out with their co-workers or bring a friend with them and go shoot pool. And then it kind of basically fizzled out for me. My uh, good friend, Shannon, uh, was always smacking me across the back of the head because she said she would say that girl is totally into you. And I go, what? No, no, she's not. And she goes, dear God, Anthony, you're dense. It, it, you know, a woman would have to hit you over the head with a two by four in order for you to realize that they actually like you. And I, look back on my life and I basically have to agree with her. And I mean, uh, I've been alerted, uh, about various mannerisms, uh, things that women do, uh, to basically try to tell the guy that they're into them. And I'm like, uh, thing, what's that? Uh, twisting of the hair. And I'm like, really? That's something. Or laughing at everything you say when I'm, I'm arrogant enough. Well, I'm a funny guy. Uh, but really I'm more corny, uh, or, you know, a bunch of other things. See that that's the thing that I understand the least. And I, that was one of my goals when I was a bartender. One was to be less introverted. That was the, uh, that was the big goal. The other goal was to understand women a little bit more because I don't got a fucking clue. Uh, and I mean, all through my life, uh, starting in grade school, when I first discovered that uh, women uh, were awesome, you know, it, you know, not somebody to be avoided, but you know, this girl is really cute. Uh, I, you know, and not understand why, you know, because like second grade, I had a, this crush on this girl, and uh, I. Pretty much, uh, you know, I did the whole uh, grade school thing uh, and, you know, hit uh, and would punch the girl. That's because that's the way second graders let the girl know that uh, they're into them. Uh, uh, but by fourth grade, all of that pretty much calmed down a little bit. Uh, and, uh, sure, a few mistakes here and there, uh, but I started getting a little bit more uh, confident you know, uh, you know, just instead of acting like a complete idiot until I reached about sixth grade. And then, uh, all of a sudden I'd be talking to a girl and, you know, say, uh, say something like, uh, let's hang out or, uh, can I call you or something like that? And then they tell, you no. And then it's just like everything that I learned from second grade up to sixth grade, pretty much got flushed down the toilet. And so I had to restart, relearn. And then that went up into high school. And then, uh, you know, school dances, you go over to a girl and you say, excuse me, would you like to dance? You know, in based on my experience, uh, it was almost like a 95% success rate. Most girls would dance with a guy just because they asked nicely. But there were a couple girls that I remember uh, when I walked up to him and I said, excuse me, would you like to dance? And they'd just look at me and go, no. 
And I said, wow, really? Uh, then, well, they must be here with a date or something like that. When uh, in high school, nobody went to those particular dances with dates. It was more of a social gathering. If it was prom or a formal of some kind, that's a completely different story. But uh, at the um, the dances that were just basically a social gathering, nobody was there really with a date. They just were there. And uh, but so that I remember that happening and. Uh, it even happened in front of a group of people. I walked over to a girl. She knew I liked her. And I said, would you like to dance? And she said, no. And everybody around her and went, what the hell? That's rude. And I just very politely walked away. That's all I did. I didn't, uh, you know, go talk to my friends and say, oh, that, that skank over there or whatever. Uh, no, I, I walked away, you know, very casually and pretty much called it a night after that. Cause it was getting towards the end of the night and, uh, I, and I sure I could have just all of a sudden turned around and asked, uh, the other girl that was sitting next to her, but, uh, I thought I'm embarrassed enough. I'm good. I'll walk away from this. The, uh, but then as I got older, it became harder and harder for me to understand what uh, what women want or what uh, you know what I'm supposed to do around women. I'm still fucking clueless, and I'm almost forty four years old. And uh, because uh, I think there were times in my life where I just basically uh, threw myself into my work. I didn't really date, even when I was uh, working at McDonald's. I was a maintenance guy, worked, shift started at 5 a.m. and then ended at 1 or 2 p.m., uh, whatever. And by the end of the night, I'd be too tired, but there was a girl that I uh, liked that I worked with. I really wanted to take her on a date, but she worked uh, She worked the other half of the day, and usually uh, I'd be too tired to do anything. I think I did end up taking her out a couple times, but ended up completely botching that uh, opportunity. Uh, and, but, uh, then I ended up meeting a girl that I ended up dating for quite, uh, quite some time. Then it's, uh, then I thought, okay, things, things are good. Things are cool. And, uh, but it's tough to, for me to cope with the mistakes in relationship that I would do. And, you know, it's just like, oh, why did I say that? Or, you know, I I would be fairly open-minded to anything that uh, they wanted to do, uh, or my girlfriend at the time wanted to do. But uh, there were some things with that I just disagreed with, uh, and it was just personal. It, I think it was just mostly personal type of thing. Nowadays, I'm a little more open-minded uh, over the things that she did or wanted to talk about, like uh, she. She came home with an eye, uh, eyebrow piercing one time. She thought, what do you think? And I honestly told her, I think it looks stupid. And that was one of the things that I probably should have sugarcoated uh, a lot. And, uh, but I gave her my flat out opinion that I thought it looked dumb. And boy, that was a, 
that was that was a huge fight and it did cause us to take a break for a little while but uh you know and i'm not and but i've lightened up on that sort of thing uh you know multiple piercings sure okay yeah as long as there's no way that i can get caught on it and draws blood from one of us uh or uh tattoos i used to be completely against tattoos now i really don't care um <laughs> there i mean there are um levels for me like like if you go from uh somebody with no tattoos uh okay good if you go with somebody that has a few tattoos, uh, like if it's a big surprise all of a sudden when they take off their shirt uh, or whatever piece of clothing, yeah, I can deal with that. Uh, going to the Kat Von D level where there's like sleeves and uh, uh, you know basically a full body tattoo that where you would have to wear a turtleneck sweater uh, in order to cover up your cover up your body tattoos or wear a hoodie to cover up your body tattoos, that's where I start to back off just a little bit. But I do get stupid every once in a while because uh, if a woman came up to me and started flirting with me, and I'm thinking I'm doing well, I'd start thinking I'm doing well. Uh, this this is cool because uh, the girls would basically have to come up to me and. Uh, and since I was bad at, or never, I, every time I heard a pickup line from a guy that completely backfired, uh, I would, uh, write that down mentally and say, okay, never say that. Or, uh, cause pickup lines are, they're a joke now. Uh, and, but everything is considered a pickup line. Uh, the first most generic pickup line, hi, can I buy you a drink? Uh, I've seen that fail tons of times because one, one reason the guy didn't realize she already had a full drink in front of her. Uh, another reason the guy didn't realize her boyfriend was sitting right next to her. Uh, another reason, uh, the girl just didn't want to be bothered by, you know, getting pickup line cause she's there with her best friend and, uh, you know, she doesn't want to ditch her best friend, even though she might even like the guy, but not that night. I mean, uh, guys buying dr drinks for girls that kind of fizzled out when, uh, the whole roofie thing became, the, uh, became the big, uh, scare around the bar scene. And, uh, so guys, I don't suggest you buy a, dr uh, buy a drink, but sit down and talk with a lady and, uh, try to be uh, not underhanded about it, but you know, say, uh, well, it's that I, this bartender shit doesn't know shit about women, uh, because if uh, there are some women out there that actually uh, believe that if a guy, no matter how noble uh, he is acting, if he offers to buy her a drink or says put that on my tab or whatever they are obli uh, obligated to reciprocate one way or another, whether it's uh, to buy them a drink, which most guys would not accept, or go home and sleep with them. Now, I hate the fact that women 
would actually think that they're obligated to go home and sleep with the guy just because he bought them a $6 drink. That That's just ridiculous to me. Uh, there was one girl, though, who was, uh, she was absolutely gorgeous. Uh, and, I mean, I every time she walked up to the bar, I think she knew I was nervous to be around her just because she was pretty. And uh, it made her laugh because I acted like a complete idiot. But there were multiple times where the guy would, uh, a guy would see her from across the bar and say, hey, go send her a drink. Tell her it's from me. And I'd be like, okay, yeah, whatever. And so I'd walk over to her with the, whatever drink she was drinking that night. And I set it, set it down and I'd say, uh, Hey, you know, normally I don't do this to women, but, uh, the guy sitting at the bar next to the mega touch, uh, he wanted me to send you, send you a drink. And she'd be like, Oh, where really? Where's he? And I said, over next to the mega touch. And she goes, Oh, okay. And I, I said, uh, she started asking me questions like, what's he like? And I said, you know what? Truth being told, if he had, the, uh, had the balls, he'd come over here and talk to you instead of sending you a drink and hoping you go to him. And she laughed at that, but, uh, you know, that's one of the ways to get it started, I guess. Yeah. As a bartender in some bars, uh, not all the bars uh, out there, they're, are uh, bartenders that are allowed to give a drink to a customer on the house for uh, whatever reason. And uh, based on the bartender's discretion, like some bartenders I heard they get like a, uh, like a $30 credit or a $50 credit that they can use towards buying drinks for customers. Now I never, uh, never did it where I look at the customer and, think uh she's got a great body uh that drinks on me i never did that birthdays celebrations for some big milestone in their life or uh as a gift for uh, when something bad happened in their life sure you know i'd say hey don't worry about it that one's on me but when it came down to uh oh just buying a drink in order to get her to be interested in me no i never did that uh, just because I didn't want to get embarrassed, I think, by them, you know, them looking at me going, "Oh yeah, you wish," because uh, it's it's like uh, a friend of mine who's not as introverted as I am. He finally decided one day that he's tired of being single. He's going to go out there and find himself a girlfriend, and he goes to a nearby bar, bar a bar that majority of the people uh, don't know who he is. He decided not to be any of, any of the bars in town. He went to a bar in the next town over. He sat there for a little while, saw a girl that he uh, was interested in, walked over and said, hi, my name is uh, Gene. And names have been changed in order to protect the innocent. So he walks over and says, hi, my name is Gene. And the first thing out of her mouth was not interested. So he's just okay. And you, I mean, you hear the uh, tire screeching and the crash happen. uh, And it's just like that pretty much sets the mood for the guy for the rest of the night. It's just like, okay, this isn't not working. You know, even though a guy should uh, try more than once, but uh, when it ends that abruptly, 
uh, it's a punch in the stomach. It's time to go home and either throw up or take a big shit. Anyway, we'll take a break from this stuff for a little bit. Uh, first of all, I want to get, uh, get it out there. Uh, if you're looking for some good uh, morning coffee, go to bartenderzonecoffee.com uh, and go check out the selection that they got there. They've got all sorts of different blends that, and you can find the blend that's perfect for you and to make your more uh, and makes your morning a little bit better. Can't say it makes it great, but it'll sure give it a try. Go to bartenderzonecoffee.com. And if you get a chance, head on over to uh, www.heybartenderpodcast.com. If you want to support the show, pick up a t-shirt, sticker, whatever, uh, the stuff that we got on sale in there and, uh, you know, help me out and look good wearing a Hey Bartender podcast t-shirt or some of the other uh, goofy drinking t-shirts that I have in there. Go check out HeyBartenderPodcast.com. Okay, so the musical guest on the show is a band called Cold Soda. They are from Seattle, Washington. So from their album Cold Soda, here is Cold Soda with their single Anime. Oh, 
from Seattle, Washington. Once again, that was Cold Soda with their single Anime. If you want to find out a little bit about, uh, more about Cold Soda, they are in, on Instagram, Facebook, and Bandcamp.com. You can go over there and uh, check out their album, have a listen, and even buy it. Help support the band Cold Soda by picking up their album, Cold Soda. You know, I don't get paid for advertising these bands. I actually go hunt you guys down and uh, to get you on the show because I want you independent artists to have, a, you know, a, try to get some airtime. I mean, uh, it seems like the radio stations nowadays are pretty much set on the same 15 songs. At the top, you know, the popular radio station, it seems like top of the hour, Beyonce, bottom of the hour, Beyonce, mid, uh, you know, and then uh, 15 minutes, Beyonce, uh Beyonce, but two albums ago, and it's and there's no room for any of these independent artists that are actually great musicians to get some airplay. So that's why you come to Hey Bartender Podcast, so you can get to listen to some of this stuff. So if you're a band out there and you want to get some airplay, you want some people to hear some of your music, just email me, send me the MP3, or get send me a link. To, uh, so I can play it on the show, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com. Now, um, before I uh, call last call, I got to make a quick statement here. I uh, felt like uh, for the first portion of this show, I was mostly just picking on the girls of how they treated men or uh, the way men would try to pick up on the girls. It... There, it does go two ways, but it uh, happens completely different. Why? Because we're two, di- uh, two completely different genders. And uh, I've seen uh, women that have been incredibly interested in a guy and com- go uh, fall completely all over themselves. I've never seen a woman buy a drink for a guy unless they were already talking uh, and talking for a while. But... Uh, or they were already good friends, but I'd see women kind of uh, saunter over uh, into the guy's personal bubble, and how the guy reacted was always an interest to me. I would sit there and say, "Okay, that girl has decided that he's cute, so she's she. Yep, yep, she's going over there. She's wandering. She's watching him play pool. He she is within." 10 feet, eight feet, six feet. Okay. Now, now she's in the personal bubble level and she's sitting in the personal bubble. Okay. And at first he might not notice her, but then all of a sudden he'll do or say something and she'll laugh. That's when he notices her. And then where it goes from there. Now, an introverted guy like me would just think she's probably looking at somebody else uh, maybe I'm fucking hilarious and that, uh, uh, it, it was whatever I said was a lot funnier than what I thought it was, but, uh, a guy that is not as introverted as I am would do one of two things, completely blow her off or walk over and start talking to her and see where the night goes. And, uh, usually, uh, those extroverted guys uh, they'd go over and talk to him, see where the night goes, pretty much hope it leads to somebody's bedroom, whether it's theirs or hers. And uh, the more interesting part about the whole thing is how it would be handled the day after uh, when guys, when the girls would uh, 
be interested in the guys. Now, uh, both of these things, in my opinion, are really awful. Um, one, the girl uh, all of a sudden realized, oh my God, beer goggles were on thick last night. This guy is nowhere near as cute as I thought he was. And he's kind of a dick. Uh, see, yeah. Uh, can you lose my number or, you know, try or ghost him as it's called nowadays. Uh, but there's also, it goes also goes the other way. The guy would sit back and think, now this is just God awful. Well, I got my, got what I wanted from her. So, uh, time to go back to the bar and see, uh, see what else I can get. And yeah, guys can be pretty awful when it comes to that sort of thing, but there are guys out there who get, extremely attached in those uh, in those situations where the girl uh doesn't really want to talk to him uh afterwards uh they get a little overly attached and then stalking basically comes into play and then it comes down to who's more comfortable with being in the bar after a while i had to talk tell one guy he's like we went home uh i went to her place the other day and we had fun and now she won't talk to me. And I was like, I'm sorry to break it to you, dude. But uh, she's just not interested in anymore. anymore. You, you got to move on. And it's, well, maybe I should just talk to her. And I said, eh, I, I say you give her some space. And there is another confusing part for a guy like me where I've actually um, had, or heard of a girl that said uh, that pretty much ignored a guy that uh, after they fooled around for, you know, week, two, and all of a sudden started ghosting him. And then they would see each other in the bar, see each other wherever. And then all of a sudden, a couple weeks later, they'd send them a, a message or call them or something like that. Why aren't, why don't you ever come over and talk to me? Well, I've sent you a text or uh, tried to call you, but you never answer. You know, this happened as soon as it, uh, as soon as the guy gave up the, then all of a sudden the girl got mad that, uh, uh, he, he wasn't calling her anymore. Okay. I went back to talking negative about women. Um, but that, you know, uh, sorry about that, but I, I have seen it happen where, uh, a guy would, uh, the girl would show complete interest in the guy and say, and, you know, laugh at his jokes be all over him basically. And then finally he'd ask for a date and she'd go, no. And he'd be like, well, uh, I thought, you know, you wanted to, uh, what anyway, uh, and then, you know, go right back to, you know, talking, flirting, having fun. Then he said, Hey, you know, how about we go grab a cup of coffee or something? No. And that's, uh, after that one, most smart guys, it's like, well, two strikes, you're out. I'm, I'm not going to try again because this is embarrassing. And that's when uh, the girl's friends, uh, in my case, I was the guy friend. Uh, she all of a sudden called me up and said, there's this guy I totally like at work. He's asked me out twice. I told him no. Now he doesn't want to talk to me anymore. Well, duh, you shot him down twice. You know, you know, it's not going to take a miracle to get a third time, uh, get him to ask you a third time, but he's going to be extra, 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 extra cautious to be around you. Then there are the guys that does just don't give up to the point where, uh, all of a sudden the girl's like, uh, stop calling me or I'll call the cops. But 
it 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 just goes a lot straight more straightforward with the guys uh not because we're pigs okay maybe we're pigs but uh you know we see an opportunity uh we take it and you know uh, except for me uh, a guy who is completely stupid when uh a girl is you know she, uh, a girl is practically doing somersaults to try to get my attention when she already has my attention, but I sit back and think, ah, she's just goofing off. Uh, I think that's just low self-esteem when it comes down to it. Well, for, cause bartender guys, they have an in with pretty much every female customer. Well, every bartender, not just guys, the girls too. They have the in with every opposite gender, sometimes same gender, customer that comes in because we are the first persons that they, t- uh, that the customer talked to and we're uh, the bartenders are most likely bound to get to know the person before anybody else in the bar, even the servers, the, even uh, their customers, the coworkers the bartender will get to know the person long before. And I've seen heard stories of bartenders that take advantage of that. And there was even one bartender I knew that uh, admitted that he had to try to stop himself from taking more than three women home a week. And I was just just like, what the fuck? And he's just like, yeah, it's becoming a problem. Uh, it's, you know, every shift, you know, I, I managed to take a girl home and I'm like, Holy shit, how do you not lose customers? Of course, my mind went to the business aspect of it when I should have been saying, holy shit, how the fuck do you do that? Do you overserve them? Do you offer them money? What? And no, he had his own style. It's just, I don't think I have any game when it comes to women because, you know, I'm a dork. And, uh, you you know, I talk about science fiction and, uh, not not science fiction, but I talk about pop culture, movies, TV, music. I can talk about that all day, but I don't I don't drink, so then the liquid courage doesn't ever come out. Uh, and uh, when it comes to being at work, I thought there was. I always thought as a bartender there was a uh, work ethic that came around with it because I'd already heard a lot of stories where bartender. Uh, bartenders slept with one too many of the customers and then it became a problem uh, and where to the point where they lost all their customers uh, on certain nights uh, fights would break out because two of the customers that they went home with uh, met each other and uh, to the customers that they thought that thought they had a chance with the bartender and bunch of bunch of bunch of different reasons and I just never was able to be that kind of bartender. Do I wish it sometimes? Yeah, I do. Only because I you know, don't get out much. But, uh, you know, that's just the way it is. And here I am, uh, you know, in, which also explains why it always bothered me to uh, mention when my birthday is, November 18th. Uh, and... Uh, let people know, you know, personal details about myself because I was shy you know, or, or actually believe people have absolutely zero interest in what I am, who I am. Uh, it's uh, it was just the way it is. And uh, yeah, I uh, 
not going to say right away that I didn't go home with a customer. Uh, well, truthfully, one time, uh, one time I did go home with a customer. She, uh, at the end of my shift, she invited me over to her house, but all we did was sit there and look at her artwork. Honestly, hand to God, that's all it was. She took out a book and she showed me all of her uh, artwork. It was beautiful, but uh, the conversation went a little bit longer than I should have uh, probably in order to take advantage of the situation. Then the wine started to kick in and she could barely keep her eyes open. And also, I'm not one of those guys that you know all of a sudden realizes, well, she's drunk. Might as well jump in now. No, I, I, I don't. I think I think one of the things that happened in my head was like, I don't want to be. I don't. I think it would hurt my self esteem more if the girl's reaction when she wakes up the next morning is like, oh my god, I can't believe I did that. I think that would hurt my self esteem a little bit, as if I have any. Huh? I mean, hell, there was one bartender that I knew. Uh, I hung out with his roommate at the time and, uh, he would come run, uh, after, right after his shift, after he closed, got all the dishes clean, he would run back to his house, run into the house, come back out with a toothbrush and toothpaste in his hand and say, see you tomorrow. And you know, I, I guess there has to be some, uh, courtesy there. I mean, he actually took the time to get some toiletries before he went over to somebody's house, uh, to, play knock one out whatever you want to call it but i was just like how the fuck i'm still to this day i'm like how the fuck did this happen i don't know i wonder if women get annoyed by guys like me that uh have absolutely zero clue that they're into them they don't want to they want maybe they want to play the game a little bit keep me guessing but when really i don't have a clue that i'm playing a game it that's when they get frustrated uh, maybe i don't know we'll have to study that a little bit more especially on the female side uh of this coin uh maybe i should get a female point of view uh, what do you guys think should i bring back like randy lynn or uh barb or shannon or kim uh, kim de Niro? uh should i bring one of them back to talk about that subject specifically yeah uh email me let me know if you think so Anyway, people, it is last call, last call for alcohol. Come on up to the bar and uh, get your drink before I put everything away. Special thanks to Cold Soda for letting me use their single anime. And go check them out on Bandcamp.com and go pick up their album. Uh, Special thanks to uh, that uh, drink that I completely botched uh, when I was telling you about it from Ape Time Official and the Bitter Fairy the drink called the Alpine Citrus Sour. Once again, totally apologize for completely screwing up everything that was written down on there and not realizing that it was in a different language before I started reading it. Kind of embarrassing, but I'm just going to go with it. And remember to go visit heybartenderpodcast.com. Help support the show by picking up a t-shirt, sticker, whatever. Uh, Every little bit helps so I can... uh, Help, build, uh, help me build the show and help me get out and uh, interview more great bartenders that are out there. Uh, also, uh, bartenderszonecoffee.com is uh, the way I wake up in the afternoon. <laughs> um, also, uh, just just because I feel like it, November is my birthday month. Uh, you know, It's me trying to break out of my social bubble here. Uh, November 18th is my 44th birthday. If you want to contact me and let me know happy birthday, 
You can email me, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com, or you can say it on Facebook, Hey Bartender Podcast, Instagram, Hey Bartender Podcast, uh, or uh, hell, snail mail me something. I always appreciate a, a good gift, whether you just, well, send me whatever you uh, whatever you want, bottle openers, T-shirts, uh, whatever uh, make uh, makes you think of Hey Bartender Podcast. You can uh, snail mail me at uh, P.O. Box 12148, Odessa, Odessa, Texas, 79768. Anything, uh, because, you know, I'm going to just be hanging out on my my birthday. And uh, anything would make things better for me. No, shit, I'm starting to sound like I'm begging for shit now. Uh, Well, okay, so be it. You know, it's like like my friends always used to tell me, just go ahead and tell them it's your birthday. Try to uh, get a little bit of extra sympathy that you had to work on your birthday. Uh, you know, and I'm, I do this podcast for fun, so whatever. So until the next episode, ladies and gentlemen, uh, believe it or not, on the qu- next quiz, uh, quick shot episode, I am going to be talking about a celebrity that I met and it didn't go all that well. It wasn't what during the years I was bartending, uh, but uh, there's a trend on TikTok right now where everybody's uh, talking shit about meeting a celebrity, and I don't feel like I should be any different, except I'm going to talk about it on the show. Uh, so Wednesday's Quick Shot episode, I'll be uh, trash-talking a celebrity. So uh, if you want to hear about that, make sure you listen in Wednesday around 7 Central Standard Time. Uh, uh, and you'll find out who that celebrity I ran into is. I don't know if I've ever talked about him on the show before, but, uh, yeah, uh, you might enjoy the story. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness, and don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. What do you mean it's last go? I just got